Hello and welcome to the Mastin Kip Podcast. I'm your host, Mastin Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time, uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that and my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. What you're saying at a deeper level is you don't want to disappear anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. When I said that, what happened inside when I said that? I felt it in my body. I felt like a little bit of like a release and relaxing. Um, And I felt, um, yeah, it it feels, um, I feel like I do a lot of disappearing. I think. Exactly. And so, so you're in this place of clarity, like, oh my God, what you're really saying to me, I think, and sounds like your nervous system agrees is that you don't want to disappear. And the part of your question around like, what did you say? Like shining brightly, right? So like if you're if you're desiring to shine brightly, you want, which is like a future goal, right? Your history is one of disappearing. Those are opposites. Can you see that? I actually see it because I have a lot of health issues. So I've sure. been um I have like this autoimmune stuff and I feel like mm-hmm. when I disappear, like it's this stuff like when you said that actually that's what came up for me was like yeah. the the health stuff came up. Exactly. Yeah. So our mm-hmm. bodies are always speaking to us and the symptoms that we get on a chronic symptom, I'm not a medical doctor, my belief is chronic illness symptoms can be our body's way of, if you think about like a chronic illness and then like what you have to do to make it better, it's your body's way of eliciting that behavior from you, which is what would have been beneficial for you for a long time right? So if it's slowing down or if it's getting in tune with something or whatever it is, right? It's your body's way of saying, this is the behavior I want from you. That's an interesting way to think about chronic illness, right? I need you to do introspection. I need you to do the trauma work. But what, so that's an important thing to think about. I'm glad you brought that up. But when you say like, how can I not be afraid to shine brightly? I don't think that's an effective question. Right. I think an effective question is how can I improve my relationship with the fear of shining brightly? Because you're going to be afraid to shine brightly. Everyone I've ever met who shines brightly is afraid of shining brightly. It's just the ones who shine brightly have a different relationship with the fear of that than the ones who don't, basically. It's kind of like stage fright. Like, you're going to have it. Right? (laughs) It's just there. So, the idea that I don't want to be afraid, 
the 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 question, the, the assumption, the premise of that question, right, is that the afraid part of you isn't welcome here. You're asking me how to make the part of you that's scared not welcome, basically. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And the very thing that I think is the most effective thing is to make that part so welcome like a child that you're welcoming home. Because that's how you'll start to improve that relationship there, right? So we, the word we, that we use is befriend, right? So it's about befriending the parts of you that are fearful. There's wisdom there. There's intuition there. There's a lot of information there. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in a disappearing response, that's because you're trying to create connection with somebody else and it's creating disconnection internally. And the irony is to create connection internally, you may create more disconnection externally for a period of time because you're going to reevaluate relationships and having support, having community, all the things like that are so vital and so important. And one of the things, you know, like the offer behind this challenge is Claim Your Power Live, which is a three-day deep dive where we get into all the semantics of what I'm talking about. And like that can be a really good next step, but it's a lifestyle change that you're asking for. It's not a quick fix, Right. It's like weight loss, right? Like you don't just like lose weight with a pill. It's a it's a lifestyle change and then keeping it off is also a lifestyle change. Right? And so like it's really about setting yourself up to have, you know, um communities of people who are supporting you, to be surrounded by practitioners who take bottom-up integrated trauma-informed approaches and by prioritizing yourself in a way that's really scary and improving your relationship with that fear. Does that make sense? It all makes so much sense. Claim Your Power Live last year was like one of the most transformational experiences I've ever had. I like liken it to like one of my first ayahuasca ceremony, my first Vipassana set, or like my first, it was like a big stuff came up for me and even applied to business. Like I I realized that four-year-old me was making decisions about the way I do business. And that was a really huge, huge, I I mean, I really wanted to do Prosper X because I feel like I'm at that point. So I was just waiting for like the financial piece to come into place for me. But I really, um, the work has been super transformative, like just massive transformation. I think I went to the darkest place I'd ever been last year with a really intense breakup and it brought up all of the trauma from childhood and Mm -hmm. claim your power was so so pivotal for me so thank you for the work and that's why i'm here yeah yeah so well i'm happy that you're continuing to be here and we do have cleaner power live coming up again and also like the cool thing about cyp live is that it's an immersive three-day experience for me i also believe in long-term support right um and so it sounds like what you're doing is you're you're titrating the support as best you can based on your circumstances and aspirationally reaching for more support and what I will tell you though is I will tell you this, okay? This is and this is this is like not always true, but I've seen it happen a lot. Is finances are interesting, right? When you make a committed decision, and again, if it puts you out in the street or you're on food stamps, like doesn't really apply, right? But like in a normal set of circumstances, right? When you make a fearful decision, especially if you're not prioritizing yourself to prioritize yourself, waiting for the circumstances to align for that to happen usually is like, doesn't ever quite happen. When you make that decision, it will be scary, right? To actually prioritize yourself, right? Way scarier than like buying a pair of like Jimmy Choo shoes or even like a long expense trip to Maui, like really (laughs) setting yourself up for success, right? That can be a very scary decision because you can feel like all that abandonment is going to be recreated again. So just know that like the, like waiting for the financial conditions, part of creating the right conditions is making decisions because when you make it the committed decision, energy changes, 
And there are so many people I know, including myself, who when you prioritize yourself, it's like you leap first and then things start to work. That's not 100% always the case, but a lot of times energy changes and manifestation changes, changes after you make a choice. And so just remember that. And you're also, with that said, you're also doing a really good job taking your time at the level that your nervous system needs to risk as much as you need to risk based on what feels like internal intuition. So I'm not saying that you've made wrong decisions. I'm just, I'm just saying, one, you're doing a great job going at your own pace. And also the wording you use is the financial conditions. And I'm like, part of the financial conditions is risking. That's just how it goes, especially in entrepreneurship, right? That's just like the deal. So I want to praise you for the great job you've done and also encourage you to consider that part of creating those conditions is continuing to risk like you've been doing. And it sounds like you're doing it in a more conscious way, which is like so beautiful. So thank you so much for saying all that. And I'm so happy that you're here this week. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.